Welcome to Deathmatch, North America 2019, part three of four. This Chad and Cheese Deathmatch episode features Aaron Stewart, founder and chief visionary officer at job.com. What an amazing URL. Deathmatch took place at TA Tech on September 26, 2019 in Austin, Texas, with a room full of TA Tech practitioners. The bar was open, drinks were going down smooth, and the judges' questions were on point. Enjoy, right after a word from our sponsor. Deathmatch is brought to you by Alexander Man Solutions. Hiring great people is no easy feat. There are new obstacles around every single corner, and your competition for that talent is intense. Together, we need to be bold in our approach to tackling these challenges. Alexander Man Solutions can be your bold next step. With a team of nearly 5,000 people around the globe delivering market-leading recruitment, outsourcing, and talent consulting services. And in early 2020, Alexander Man Solutions will unveil an exciting new digital solution that will disrupt how you connect with job seekers and hire the best fit candidates. To learn more about how Alexander Mann Solutions is working with talent acquisition professionals around the globe, visit alexandermansolutions.com. That's alexandermansolutions.com. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Uh, If you've not been to a TA Tech event before, you are in for a memorable treat. Uh, You're not here to see me, so without further ado, let me introduce podcasters extraordinaire chad and cheese raise that drink everybody so thanks first and foremost thanks peter and ta tech for making sure that we had alcohol in the morning because a lot of us got in late uh we need that yeah keep the party going so death match who's seen a death match before this is our third death match there we go so you know that's why you're here right Deathmatch, really a variation of Firing Squad. Uh, this is more the on-stage live version. So obviously for listeners of the podcast, uh, check out Firing Squad. But every single one of these pitches today. Without further ado, today we have four startups. They will have two minutes to pitch. After those two minutes, we have a stunning panel of judges who includes Cindy Sanye from Talru. Quincy Valencia from Alexander Man Solutions. Woohoo! Give it up. And Robert Ruff. Sovereign. Sovereign Technologies, everybody. All amazing sponsors, and we love them. All right, that's three out of four. We've got one more. He's sweating it. I can see him out there. Aaron Stewart from job.com. Thank 
Good morning. Good morning. Can we do arm wrestle before we get to it? Give it a shot if you like. Are you ready? I'm ready. In three, two, go. Job.com is an automated permanent staffing solution utilizing artificial intelligence and blockchain technology. We deliver a perm place candidate 70% than a contingency service solution, White Glove. Uh, our candidates are given a 5% salary signing bonus when they get their job with Job.com, and we take 2%, making a total fee of 7% charged to our clients. We are a technology-focused system, utilizing artificial intelligence in a way for predictive, in order to allow clients to retain their staff. We focus on unconscious bias within gender, and we also have uh, blockchain technology that allows us to verify candidates when they come through the hiring process. We are focused towards digital recruitment, and we are the future of digital recruitment for the benefit of candidates and clients. Done. And I'll help you out. We can learn more at job.com. You can indeed, yes. It's actually quite hard to do in two minutes. Like, even though I did it good on your show. You did. So I'll ask this first question real quick. How did you come by the job.com domain? Because it's kind of good. Acquired the business. So um, job.com have been a job board in the United States since 2001. Uh, the company came up for sale on the market in 2017. And uh, my team and I acquired the business September 2017. Blockchain. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Genuine blockchain. <laughs> well, actually, no. So being brutally honest, we used a very crude version of blockchain in the beginning. So we used the private Hyperledger fabric system on AWS, and it was just a way of us creating a contractual agreement between us, the client, and the candidate so that we had ownership of them if they applied for a job for the next 12 months, akin to terms as a staffing agency, which isn't particularly exciting for technology. The secondary level that we introduced was called public G20 smart contracts, and they actually work on what's called proof of authority uh, supernodes, which means we can do 1,300 transactions per second publicly, and it only costs us 1.3 cents on gas in order to store the record. So it is actually scalable, because if you tried to do it on ERC20 contracts, it wouldn't be. But our actual prize, dual prize, which I did kind of bore you on the call with, is that we're introducing trustocracy and meritocracy scoring. We're calling it Equifax for resumes. And what it means, it's just utilizing the same behavior that we've always done online, which is I invite people to LinkedIn, I recommend them on LinkedIn, but there's no third feedback loop from employers to say that that person actually is good for what they, that, that recommendation was, or they actually have worked at this particular company. So we've introduced the same process on job.com. We actually reward job seekers by inviting their contacts, we give them five bucks for every person they bring on board, and we give them 100 bucks for every person that gets placed. We give them extra 50 bucks if they verify someone and say, hey, yeah, you know, Chad and Cheese know everything about recruitment, and they get hired for that. That feedback loop then crystallizes a score on blockchain, on a public blockchain, says this person actually can do what they say they can do in meritocracy, and this person gave an accurate recommendation. This is trustocracy, and we provide that to our customers. What's the process for a candidate to um, apply for a, or uh, upload their resume? So it's exactly the same as what they're used to doing on something like Indeed or any of the other platforms. Um, they just go to the site, they upload their resume. We don't actually allow search, it's all based on match, so it's a passive solution typically. And because we're acting as a staffing agency, we're not a job board. And what it is, is for those passive candidates or active ones, they'll be given jobs sent to them based on matching their resume. And they can choose to apply and go through the application process. There's some stages on our platform that would be kind of similar to what you'd be experiencing through an applicant tracking system. However, we do work with many applicant tracking systems as well through uh, a two-way XML. But the candidate really, their hiring process is exactly the same. But the reason we give a signing bonus back to them 
is because I'm the person with the skills, experience, education. I applied for the job. I'm the one that aced the interview, and that guy made 20%. It doesn't work for a millennial workforce, and I'm sorry to say that I am a millennial, as we discussed before. So we believe that the lion's share should actually go back to the commodity, which isn't a commodity, it's a human being. And that's the process that they go through. I like that concept. I think it's really good. Thank you. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the, you talked about a meritocracy and a trustocracy. Um, and you're getting referrals and recommendations and they did actually work there. How is that any different than someone doing a recommendation on LinkedIn? Uh, great question. It's the third part, which is when an employer hires someone. So let's say I've invited you to job.com. You're one of my friends and you sign up and then it parses your resume and says, hey, you know about recruiting. And ask me, do, do, does this person know about recruiting? I say, yes. Okay, there's a preliminary recommendation and referral between us. When you then get hired by another employer on job.com, go through that process, and that employer retains you after your 90 days for that skill set that they hired you for, it then crystallizes that you can actually do that skill because they've kept you, and that the recommendation I gave was actually accurate. And that's that kind of that, that trio recommendation that, that happens that's then stored on a blockchain record. Because I could pretend and create a fake profile for like a Fortune 500 and say I work at Bank of America, which actually happens very often on like LinkedIn, give a recommendation to my real profile and say that I was actually there, or I actually have these skills. And without the input of someone like Bank of America to say yay or nay, there's no, it's kind of difficult sometimes, and that's one of the problems that happens with, with traditional solutions. So we've introduced a system that's basically three ways. It's verification from the person that invited you, it's verification the person that got invited, and then it's a final verification that crystallizes the score by the actual employer that takes on that person afterwards. And is there some sort of active participation the employer has to have to verify they the person's still there? They do indeed. Yes, absolutely. And, and how we do that is very crude, is if you help us, then we give you extra discounts on your further hires. And nine, and, and nine times out of 10, most employers want to help with that because they're also bought into the fact that they want you. Know, statistically, you can look it up, 85% of candidates lie during the hiring process and 46% of them fail in 18 months. It's a huge problem for employers. So they're actually kind of glad to have an opportunity to not only verify that this person's real for themselves, but for, for the rest of the kind of employment ecosystem. So how often is that chain broken? Meaning somebody doesn't come back and you're, you're not doing the third step. Oh, and yeah. is there any way anybody knows that? Is there some sort of something on the site saying this person is not completely? There's no score revealed for someone unless they've had the third link done. So you can't say that you have, there's no, it will not tell a client that this is a verified profile unless that, um, that third link's done. Absolutely, because again, that would just have abuse. Um, and there is a drop off. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, look, we're, I'm not going to pretend that we're like the, the, the oracle of answers for this stuff. We are absolutely not. We're just on a digital journey to improve the industry. And so we're working it at the moment. But there's huge drop off on it still. You know, people aren't following it up and we're very much active to make them do it. But I think, you know, we're in Industrial Revolution 4 right now and everybody's looking for new ways to hire top talent, who they're going to hire, the future of work. So we're trying to introduce things and methods and technologies to actually just kind of gear towards the future of recruitment. Um, you said there's huge drop-off in answer to my question. Okay, 80%, 80% roughly. Thank you. So, so 20% of candidates do it, so yeah. I want to talk about trust uh, for a second. So in a, a traditional job search environment, a job seeker would go to a job board, which you are not. Yep. They would see job postings from some companies they know, some that they don't. They would then apply. Typically, they would go to the company's website. or So the trust would be, would be built on, you're just a middleman to get me to the company. Correct. Whereas your site is, give us your resume. 
Yep. So to me, that's a very different behavior for a job seeker. So how do you plan on overcoming that? And I think there's a little bit of a trust issue. You know, maybe a monster.com or Indeed could get away with that because more and more people know them. But job.com, although it's a great URL, they don't know you. No, so you how do you to. overcome that trust? Or are you getting your resumes from somewhere else and it doesn't really matter if people upload or not? <laughs> So great question. So, so it's kind of the chicken and egg scenario, which is we have clients, you know, and I, and I can name them, people like Coca-Cola, you know, Infosys, um, Zoom, for example, that use us. And they place their jobs on the platform. And we go and work with all of the, the leading people out there through the, the friendly guys at AppCast and stuff like that and, and, other, and other channels like Monster to attract talent to these jobs. Those people apply for the job as they would if we were like a staffing agency, and we take them through that process. And then once we have a verified candidate go through our process, because in order to give them their signing bonus, we have to take their details for tax, W9s, all of that stuff. We then ask them the question to then refer and add people to the site. So that overcomes the trust part. Because imagine if Joel invited Chad to a platform and said, hey, I just earned $4,000 by getting my last job there. You should sign up too. That's how you overcome the trust part and gain the passive signups. Question. It's kind of a softball, but what's the worst thing about your platform? What are the things that you're trying to fix? I, I think it's, uh, it's, there's an education piece. There's a big education piece. So, so the, the worst thing about our platform is, is that, you know, I'm giving you the highlights, but I'll be brutally honest, you know, like with technology, anything, we are still very much developing and improving and, and, and growing this system. And we're learning on the way. And one of the things we learned fantastically is since June, 4th of June this year, we've had 3,700 individual companies sign up on their own back onto job.com to use it and not a single one of them has done a successful placement from the back of it because they don't understand how the system works. It requires us to have these actual intervene relationships with Coca-Cola, with Infosys, with Talent Fusion from Monster. You know, we, we partner with them and power their jobs. Those relationships work, but the, the organic signups and people like that, they still don't quite get it. They think we're a job board because it's called job.com, <laughs> which is totally understandable. So they kind of come to use it. They think it's just free to post. They work, find out that it's actually technically not free to post. It's going to cost you 7% of the person's base salary. We bridge the gap between job boards and staffing agencies. You know, when on the odd occasion a job board doesn't work, what's your alternative? A 20 or 30% fee to a staffing agency? Where is there a middle ground? And that's what we offer, but people don't quite understand that yet, being brutally honest, on the organic side. So you mentioned that 85% uh, of candidates lie in an interview. Yeah. Would you agree that 99% of employers do too? I would, yeah. And you know, this is, this is one of the things as well. And this is being, being honest with you, um, like there's a lot of, you know, kind of blasphemy that goes around on, on both sides. And um, one of the things we want to overcome with the, the kind of scoring side of things is not just making sure a candidate's true, but making sure a sm like a small business is true, but also allowing things like when I give a review, let's say on a review site like Glassdoor, I actually did work there or I actually did do an interview there rather than just, oh, I'm going to be brutal and, you know, I don't like someone or, or maybe write something a bit slanderous because it's unfair. So, um, so yeah, I'd say that, that there's just as much blood both sides. Definitely agree with you. Okay, so you, you are self-admitted millennial. I am. Uh, you're, you're giving money away, $5 here, $100 here. 5% uh, of the 7% goes back to the candidate. Is 2% enough? Great question. So, so our, our average fee for our 2% is just shy of $1,600. And it's all based on... Um, it's based on volume 
and it's based on ratios. So arguably, you know, there'll be people in here, some very experienced people that I know who own job boards, and they will tell you that maybe they get 50 bucks for a post. They might get 100 bucks. They might even get 20 bucks if they're doing high volume. Well, that's a and post, not a hire. I know, right? but that's a post. But how many of those posts do they do when, until, until their clients get hired? So, so, so their clients hire. So what we are is we're kind of an alternative, which is statistically, if we get paid 1,600 bucks when someone gets placed, can we do that across, would it take 20 adverts in order, to, in, order to be, in order to place one person? And if that does happen, then you're on kind of the same numbers as what a job board operates at, because that job board's still got to attract talent, it's still got to engage it, it's still got to get them to apply, and that's pretty much all we've got to do. But you've got one huge carrot in your favor, which is, hey, if you do this, you're gonna earn a 5% salary signing reward, which does see, statistically, we see a much higher conversion rate. So yeah, that there is, there, there is margin in it, yeah. So it's got to be volume. It is it's all volume. Yeah, this is volume. The, and when you say volume, it's volume in staffing terms. You know, it, it's volume in staffing terms. So, like statistically, like based on some numbers that we 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 projected, like we're we're enrolling up companies at the moment. So I'm buying out staffing agencies as we speak. We bought three staffing agencies this month, and. Um, if we do a million placements in a year based on this volume play, then you'll do three billion in revenue and you'll do about 500 million in margin. You know, and that's how it works. So can we get to the first milestone, which is 100,000 placements, which is 8,000 people a month? If, if the award for the show was the grandest vision, you, yeah, I know. you would fine. win. Um, unfortunately, me, yeah. it is not. So You've got to have I, a big dream, guys. I do you know, applaud you go, go hard or go home. <laughs> if you're going to dream, you might as well dream big. Um, yeah. and of course, big dreams require big dollars. They do. So talk to me about your, uh, your series plan of investment, yeah. marketing strategy, global uh, growth. Talk about just macro, uh, macro, uh, 30,000 foot view of that. I have 388 shareholders. I am backed by Falcon Capital, and I'm backed by Garden State Securities, and I'm about to close another very significant round with a major $10 billion fund. We are halfway through our S1, and we are planning to go public by the end of Q1 on NASDAQ next year. I am buying staffing agencies and I have an open checkbook to roll up staffing agencies to the tune of 150 million in bought revenue over the next six months. And I've already bought 30 million of it in the last two weeks. That's how we're funding it. What's, what's the plan for the uh, staffing services? Pardon? Sorry, I'm so what was, sorry. What was the plan for, what's the plan for the staffing services? Why are buying them up? Why, why, because you absorb their revenue, you introduce your technology into their processes, you make them use the artificial intelligence, you make them use the blockchain service. You, it's a quick, there's two ways of doing things. It's buy or build, you know? And build is also a fantastic way, but build is slow. You know, whereas if you've got a model that people buy into, like major Fortune 500s have with us, Monster.com's Talent Fusion RPO, SAP, we're a Foundry's finalist, they're reselling us now to their existing customer base. So buy, because it's faster. So, and that's exactly why. Okay, blockchain, for anybody else. That's <laughs> right. Okay, so I, iSIMS has also a grandiose vision of creating uh, profiles on the blockchain. Yes. Passport, right? Yep. So if if you're doing it, they're doing it, all these, but 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 they're all supposed to be one record, right? Yep. Are, are they all feeding into one record? Tell us how that actually works if some of these big companies are also having the same vision. Who's willing to give away the data for free? 
I am not interested in holding the data of a verified profile for just my own purposes. I'm more than happy to provide a feed to anyone in this room for free so you can query at any time to make sure someone's real. But in return for the query, uh -huh. I would like to have the data in order to take a person through that process to verify them and I'll give it back to you for free. I am your Equifax. Now, iSIMS is a different scenario. We have a fantastic and very deep, close relationship with iSIMS. Sadly, I cannot tell you about that one, but you will read about it in the press. So, um, but... Tease. <laughs> God, tease, you can't, you can't give everything away. <laughs> so, um, but what they are doing is very, very sophisticated. So, and you know, and um, so are we. And it takes the collaboration and working of... Cool. Give Thank up, you, ladies everybody. and gentlemen. It's been a real Aaron pleasure. Stewart. My pleasure. Job.com. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks so much. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain -brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.